you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The Good Morning Football Podcast. One down. Three of us are here, though. Nate Burleson wearing glasses, sunglasses again inside. I'm appreciating the consistency of nothing else. Of course, man. You got to show out. The weather is sunny. I want to wear my glasses all day long. And putting my sunglasses okay. on. Okay. She got the big old, you got the big old glasses looking like a movie star. Mm-hmm. These are Kyle's favorite. <laughs> yeah, I do. You, I, I, you got a bigger size. You used to have the smaller size. These, you upgraded. These are, no, I broke the other ones. I was drunk and broke them. And these are the, ones, <laughs> these are the, the backups. Oh, okay. You guys are fan of people That's who Kyle are fans Brandt. of you. Yes, Hi. I am. Kyle exactly. Brandt. I'm a fan of people who are fans of me. Exactly. You don't have sunglasses, but you do have some sweet shoes. Yeah, this was an amazing moment on the show. Completely <laughs> organic. We're talking about uh, who would we want our like GMFB jam teams to be. NBA jam equivalent of football. We were doing running quarterbacks. Kay did Dante Culpa, Randy Moss. I did Randall Cunningham, Mike Quick, and Mick, or Nate went to Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. And you brought on the shoes, the Vicks, the Nike signature Vicks to set down on the table. Show and tell. And it's just, oh, it's a cool prop that Nate's got. And I, Nate and I have talked about this before. I go, Nate, I'm the same size as you. Ha, ha, ha. Just joking. And he's like, you can have them. They're yours. And I, I, I was legitimately shocked on live TV. And I know how generous you are. And I'm like, no, Nate. Ha, ha. It's not funny. You're like, no, you can have them. Yeah. I still think you're kidding. No, I, I have a, a pair of the white and baby blues, exact same pair. I used to be a crazy sneakerhead. I wouldn't wear them. I keep them uh, tucked away. What does that mean, crazy? Like how many? Like your like own closet? 500 pair of shoes. Yeah, like I... Outfitted a wine cellar in my room Burleson. in my house, and I had California Cosmos come in and put little slots for shoes. That's how big it was, and I was into it. Like I wanted to keep my shoes clean. People couldn't borrow them. It was one of those things. But now I've learned to love shoes just as much, but they're just shoes. So I give them away and I wear them. You know, I, I'm older now, so I still have the same, I guess, like fascination and fetish with sneakers. I just don't care about letting them kind of control me. <laughs> control. <laughs> Nate, greatest shoes ever. Ooh. Greatest shoes ever. What is the goat? The, the goat. Everything's the goat. goat. For What's shoes the goat? for me is the LA Jordan, Gear Jordan Patent Leather 11s. The best. I know the ones exactly you're talking about. Those are the ones you're giving me. So good. Oh, right. I'm going to shrink them in the washing machine. I got home from work, Kay, on my birthday, and there were five pairs of shoes from Nate Burleson. It's a crazy thing to have Three happen. Jordans, all these things. And he put them, he gave them to producer Rich Schroeder, who lives by me, who dropped them off. It was Christmas. I was crazy. diving into the Uncle Scrooge money bank, <laughs> and today I put some more money. I got the Vicks now. You got now, the Vicks. Do you pl- they're perfect condition. Do you plan on wearing those in this dirty city? I can't. Maybe up in clean Westchester. Maybe a little bit. But, Kate, here's the funny thing you asked. Because Nate got me these Jordans that are not just like the Jordans you would buy at They're Foot like Locker. They're like the sickest shoes Ever. You've seen walking. them. They're I wore them on TV. Yeah. They're like gold and navy in these Vicks. So you're stomping Where am I wearing 57th those? Street with those? <laughs> yeah, right. I I'm want, going to my want, gym. I want to strap a GoPro on you and see what happens. Isn't that cool? I wore them on the show today. With khaki pants. It's the first time those shoes have ever been worn with khakis. <laughs> I think that's why Nate gives them to you because he th- thinks it's it funny. It is funny. I think I said to you on the show, those are the whitest I've ever seen those shoes. Yes. Because <laughs> you they have were. the khakis laced over the top. It'd be like it if I good. gave Nate some stuff from like old Navy or, you know, and like you had them to wear. Right? Tight. I did. <laughs> I don't want to crease them up though, Nate. I know that's They look the good on you, man. Thank you. They do. Uh, Father's Day, guys. Speaking yeah. of gifts, how did it all go? 
Father's Day went good. Um, good. I'll say this: the wife she so came in, she you, surprised me with. You went uh, on like a, a cruise. Yeah, she came first. She came in with a suitcase, uh, a wallet. She got me a pair of shoes, a pair of loafers, um, a shirt, little trinkets. Kids brought me cards, and then she surprised me, and we went on a cruise. Kind of floated around the Hudson, saw Brooklyn. We saw the Empire State Building, saw Statue of Liberty. Ate, danced a little bit, you had a, like a dance with the wife, dance with the daughter, like father daughter dance. So it was fun. We had a, we had a good time. Uh, but I, I must say, but I feel like could have done a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more. And listen, you just said she got Wait, you twenty thousand in gifts and a cruise. I'm just know? saying, like I don't know. Because my birthday, I don't make a big deal about my birthday. Okay. I just That's like it, being Nate. around people I love. You know, I, I'm real yeah. chill, real laid back. I love to celebrate other people's birthday. Christmas, it's all about the kids. And it's all about my extended family. Of course. You're nailing I it. give, give, give away. Father's Day is the one day I think <laughs> being a father, I put more work in being a father than I do anything in life. That's true. Like my job, yeah. even as a football player. And now it's, it's not difficult because I love my family, but waking up at 4 a.m., and then hustling home by noon, what are you so I can to say? no, 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 so I can, Same so I can, so I can pick up my daughter at school at two forty-five. Because we're both sleeping on the couch for the next three. And weeks. then I'll come home and I'll make them snack, and then I'll I'll drive one of my boys to a gym, and then I'm at a baseball game at seven thirty. I'm not getting home till ten, and I'm not complaining. I don't care if I don't get any sleep, and I'll show right back up, and I'll do it day in and day out. Go and I'm on. glad to support my family, and I'm glad to support my wife. Okay, and I don't know the disclaimers. Now go on. You were not ha- you were not satisfied with Father's Day. I would say I was satisfied, but there's a part of me that wanted more. So you, you got know. some notes. You got some notes. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. Wait, you know. Wait. You know. Like like you Wait. have a piece of cake, and you're like, mm, this is good. And you're like, this is delicious. I'm satisfied, but. I could I could eat more. If there's more one if there's frosting. one thing Kyle that I've learned in this off season is that I have I when I work with I have said it and I've I texted you guys on Father's Day and yeah. said Happy Father's Day. You guys are three of the greatest dads in the game and everything that you sacrifice and give that, and you guys are I don't know how you guys juggle it all, but. What I learned is that you guys care a lot more about Father's Day than you let on to anyone, and it's your own fault. I learned that about myself. I didn't know that. This is the first year that's happened, and it's like I feel like a, a it's your da- first year of a, as a dad of two. Yeah, I, I first first year as a father of two, and I feel like I was like a dadzilla. You know what I mean? They, they're like all bridezillas <laughs> and grimzillas. Yeah. I was a dadzilla. Here's the thing. Nate nailed it. I hate my birthday. Don't do anything for me. I, I genuinely am a birthday Scrooge. It's fine. Christmas is for everybody. If it's the kids. For some reason this year, I'm like, God, it's been a hard year. We moved from California to New York. I want diamonds. I want wine. I want roses. Give me everything. And here's the thing. Nobody talks like that except you guys all secretly talk like that. All of a sudden, Kay, I'm like, I I want to be pampered. I I want want this one weekend. And here's the problem. I use the term weekend. That was my mistake this weekend. I, we got into Friday night, and I'm like, okay, so let's start the weekend oh, planning. Who are you? And it's we like get into girls, Saturday girls afternoon. Girls turn 21 and have birthday weeks. It was. It was like, when do we get in our mani pedis and one of the cucumbers over my eyelids? And then on Saturday <laughs> afternoon, I'm like, hello, let's get the Father's Day stuff started. And we're like grocery shopping and like watching nothing. That's, that's Now, Sunday mistake, morning, yeah. we released doves and all that. But I was like, hello, it's Sunday morning already. We thought we were doing Father's Day weekend. We didn't really do it that way. It was only a Father's <laughs> Day thing. So... Candidly, I was expecting a little bit more of an extravaganza, but I can say that because Brooke doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I think well, yeah, you're, neither does the toy. Okay, so well, they'll be sleeping on the couch if anybody tweets about this or, or whatever. But isn't it? Don't you guys think it's your own fault? Because I'm, I'm, 
I honestly thought you were joking all of last week when you said, give me the diamonds, give me the whatever. And I wanted them. That you guys even were talking or remembered that it was Father's Day. Like, I remember growing up and all the dads around me, like, Father's Day was, was you know, here's your craftsman uh, tools, Tim totally. the Tool Man. Here's a and tie. Here's a tie, and here's your done. That's all. And I thought my dad was so happy to get that because, like, he doesn't care about Father's Day. I probably cared about it more than he did. But you guys... Also put on this sort. It's like, is it father code? I think there should be a dad code. Like that. I think there's an unwritten rule that fathers are supposed to act too cool for school when it comes to Father's Day. My dad did the same thing. I don't think anybody knows that you guys want to celebrate the day. I really, I really, I bet there's people listening who wanted it. Kay, I I have a feeling. I, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting him. I think Nate and I are cut from a little different cloth than your father. I don't yeah. think your father was wearing the indoor Ray-Bans during a podcast. <laughs> he, does, he does not right. have Michael Vicks. Now, here's the thing, though. No. No. Now, here's the thing. I think he's a better man than My I dad think. went to Longhorn Steak House for the first time ever in his life for Father's Day and said it Longhorn? was the, one of the best steaks he's ever had. Nice. Yeah, nice. That's my dad. I, I feel like, this, I feel like this, the older generation <laughs> of fathers are different. So my dad, he, he busted his ass yeah. every day, worked overtime. He took us to the gym. He was at every game. But he wasn't the guy every day to come home and, and run around outside with me. Now, if we were playing hoops, he'd hoop with us. But you still but, wrote him a bomb-ass poem. Yeah, and yeah. that's my pops, like 100%. But my dad was exhausted when he got home, so we left him alone. And I grew up in a house of four boys, so we played with each other. I think there's a new generation of fathers, and I talked about this with my friend, where we bust our ass just as much. We work the crazy hours, but we also – are the super active dads in the house. Why is like, that? Why is it different? I think it's a little bit different like because like I'll cook if I need to. I'll clean the house if I need to. If wife's going out of town, I'll hold down the fort. I want to be there with my kids. I want to play outside with my daughter. And it's exhausting, yeah, because I'm waking up at 4 a.m. every day. But So f- I think for that reason, I'll call us the diva dads. And I- I'm okay with it. I'm a diva dad. What are our sons going to be? It's going to be a couple of like, – just- Word that I don't want to use on the air, like they're no, gonna be super no, soft. They're, I think they're, they're it's gonna, Father's Day. It's it's sweetest day. I want a big weekend for myself. That's, that's gonna be my son that's Calvin. A, it's it's gonna be Father's Weekend by the time our son. Father's Month. Get, <laughs> Father's I mean, so it's you guys get have the day like circled on the calendar, and you're excited to celebrate it. It's funny thing, Kay, because the timing because Mother's of it, Day is you know Mother's Day. The moms know what's coming. You guys pamper them, and if you don't, well, there's you know some there's repercussions, everywhere. right? But isn't it interesting? There are repercussions, and we always nail it. But it's like a month later, so you're always on alert. Like, we just did Mother's Day. Okay, now that's taken care of. Right, right, right. Now time for the main event. Now, are you, <laughs> so are you hyping up Mother's Day and making it the best one because you know you are next? It's almost like you're, you would give a really good birthday present because you know your birthday's around the corner. You better be getting some good. Yeah, there's a lot of things in relationships Kyle. where you give something good expecting reciprocation. You know what I mean? Sometimes you do that as a move, a preemptive strike. You guys are like the two that get to the showcase showdown and the prices right and are pissed about the prizes. Yeah, That's what are we doing here? Where's the China set, you man? Know, Come on, with, Barker. With, with all this said, I know our wives really hold kidding. down the fort, and she did a great job, and I'm pretty sure Brooke did a great job. We just, you know, I don't think they, I don't think wives know. I'm not speaking for a toy or Brooke, but. But maybe I don't think that the, they in general Father's Day is a huge deal to us. Yeah, I don't think you guys don't let it be known. Do you think people are listening to the podcast right now? Okay, guys, twenties, thirties, forties, and being like Nate and Kyle are bitches, or like let's ask the I whole, get it. I agree with them. Let's pull right. the That's room. damn Terrence, right. I listen, I, I'm a, Terrence I'm a, isn't a dad, so Terrence is pretty Terrence much sitting Swift. from my okay. perspective as a guy. What do you think? Come sit over here. I'm, listen, I'm on Instagram live right way. now, and everybody's listening. Shout out! To oh, they are. What do they got? Wait to tell us. There, there, a couple of people are saying, hey, Nate, I get it. The modern-day dad 
they do more because they do just as much uh. at work as they do at home. And for that reason, like they want Father's Day to be a huge deal, a huge celebration. Which kind of makes sense. I'm looking at you one don't you... really let it be known that you want it to be a huge celebration. You're like, I'm fine no. Because with this. it's the old school code. Like, don't walk around talking about Father's Day. I didn't Day. know we were live. There's Brant Mom 505 is on there right now. She's listening. <laughs> Brooke, <laughs> hang up. LeBrant, uh, <laughs> Terrence, you are our social media guru, voice of the young people. You and Kyle are the coolest, man. Dad's up. Lamar Gordon. I would argue that this has been true in every generation. We're just the first one that has the, like, moxie to say it. Because, oh. like, no dad is ever happy getting a tie, right? Like, mm-hmm. even in the Facts. 50s, you just didn't talk about it because it was, like, not cool but to talk like, about you your feelings. But it was like, you get the tie, I love you, thanks, you put it in the drawer and you move on with your day, your Sunday, your chores, your whatever. Right, but, like, the older generations had to bury their feelings because they weren't allowed to talk about them. This we're, one we're wants a weekend. <laughs> so you're saying somebody making rivets for the Allied forces back in the 40s truly did want a, you know, a homemade pie <laughs> and a massage and all those things. They just don't want to let it on. Absolutely. <laughs> Chris, All right, podcast producer, you have kids. What's Kirk? your take? Um, Chris, I'm Kirk. Not, I'm not getting put in the doghouse on this one, so okay. uh, I just kind of keep my mouth shut. Well, what did you do? How, how was your Father's Day? It was good. It was also my daughter's birthday, so we had to split the time. Okay. So, so you didn't get diddly. So you came in here and you said it was my daughter's birthday and Father's Day, and Kyle's immediate reaction was, oh, the day wasn't about you at all. <laughs> no, you're screwed, man. I so, can't believe so what happened? that's yeah, your reaction. So like, there should be a half <laughs> Father's Day you do, there, like in the there fall. There was a Home Depot trip. <laughs> there was a Home Depot trip on Father's Day, and the cashier told me, I hope you're not doing this on your day. Yeah. Like, like she made it seem like it was my day as well. So it was, uh, to me. Why were you at Home Depot? Yard work, you know? It's, it's you did yard nice. work on Father's Day? Your kid I'm was sure doing yard work for you. I'm sure my dad did, too. Yeah. yeah. You I guys mean, know how I feel this, about my dad. I can't that even talk about do? my dad. I know, I remember. Yeah. emotional? Yeah, birthday party's coming up. i got to make the yard look nice and presentable, you know? You're making me but, feel awful okay. about every gift I've like, ever given him. I, I, he doesn't feel that way. I bought my dad a lawnmower. Hold on. But I feel... You know, I feel Nate and Kyle, I, I like where their head's at. I want the whole weekend, too, but I'll pull that off on my birthday, not for Father's Day. Okay, I right? got you. I'll, I'll pull it off for my birthday. I want the birthday week, but I can't do a father. Father's Day weekend, listen, we're out smoking cigars every Sunday during the NFL season. That That's good for me, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. oh that's nice. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. different so angles, she lets me too. get away with a lot during the what? year. Like, for example, for Father's Day, would you <laughs> – where it gets really out of control is like – I just want to sleep. I just like I, maybe maybe for Father's Day I have like a night out with my friends. Right. That's when it starts to get a lot of control. That's when it gets. Then a it's like a bachelor. What does party. that mean? You yeah. want for, for Father's now Day to be away from your family? Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I'm that's the guy who what... sent my wife to a hotel for the night of Mother's Day. Yes. <laughs> right. So sometimes but, but when you she have toddlers, you, that's you do. What she wanted she, explicitly. Sometimes when you have toddlers, like Nate, your kids aren't screaming and right. crying and throwing food. It's at, true. Sometimes you just want uh, quiet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's what you want. Kyle, how did you know that Brooke wanted? To- some quiet because i asked her i asked her all the time what uh-huh. do you want to do this weekend we, and she honestly says i just would really like to sleep so she didn't ask you what you want for father's day at all no no interesting no nah, she didn't it was yeah. it's very interesting to your point Did why is it so under the radar no she didn't ask me because i think that's just but what, I know what toy we think you guys like. don't we care went, we went and did uh, a <laughs> did a little shopping spree <laughs> i got her some uh, giuseppe's and then i got her like okay. three different cards I got her some flowers. We went to brunch in New York. This is Mother's Day? This is Mother's okay. Day. And then uh, I also got her three different types of gift cards. But One at Sojo House where she can go get a massage. Starbucks because she loves Starbucks. So mine's was a collection of gifts. Yeah, you that, got her those like, Giuseppe's. Okay. That, you know. That'd be the enough. Giuseppe's were great, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, all right, I'm going to get something other than luggage. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> if you're listening... She's Baby, I love you. That. No, she did a great job. She did a good job. We're just we're divas, and I don't want any did other day. Did you ask her what you wanted? 
I, I got to be honest with you. Like, when I was 22, 23, when I was a new father, I was still playing football. I was dividing my time and energy between giving myself to my family, giving myself to the sport, and giving myself to the world, trying mm-hmm. to be this ultimate entertainer, wearing so many hats. And it was tough for me to have high energy after getting beat up on the field and come home and still be the guy that was wrestling with the kids and yeah. at every game, you know, cheering on my feet. I was there, but there was times where I was just trying to manage my pain and mm-hmm. get to my pillow. Now that I'm not playing anymore and I'm removed from the game and all I have is work and family, I give so much energy. And, like, I just want that to be, you know, recognized on this day. I don't care about any other day because my effort goes into being a father and provider. And I'll do that. I'll work myself to death uh-huh. to make them happy. <laughs> you know what I like and about recognize? One of the things I liked about Father's Day weekend this year is when you're out and about, you see other dads. And I got a couple times people saying to me, like, hey, happy Father's Day, man, because I was with my kids. I said like, that to pretty much everybody I saw. It's cool. But there was one thing. Like, on Saturday, I was dragging the kids around. We were at the grocery store. And one guy looked at me, like, almost like, dude, what are you doing? You know it's Father's Day weekend? Like, what, he, like, he was like, <laughs> he gave you that look. You know what day it is tomorrow, right? And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit because at the time, I was, like, berating Calvin about, you listen when I talk to you. You know, like, he's not listening right now. And this dad was like, look at this on Father's Day weekend. He's got a parent. Like, where is the wife? This is your weekend, dude. And, like, I just could tell he disrespected me. But it's your weekend to be with the kids. Go, like, you, I, would love yeah. to see, I would love to see you next Father's Day go out and uh, – uh, go out on the town and you're Mike Vicks. Oh, I know. That'll Hold be tomorrow. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. My little nephew Calvin's not listening to you, man. What's going on? I know. No, little no. Minitron? No, he's got his own plans. Is his it, own is Minitron. He's in a no phase? He's a man about town. He needs to see everything and be everywhere. Is he in a no phase? He's in a no phase and he, he repeats what And we how say old is he now? He's three and a half. So, you know, we, we, we try not to do it too much, but he's repeating things. So the other day he goes to me, he goes, Dada, I want some juice. And I go, You already had some juice, not now. And he goes, Dada. When I tell you to do something, you do it. <laughs> he said that. What? He said that's me, which is he's, verbatim what I say to him. But he's the cutest. Oh, he can do whatever oh, he wants. Said he's mimicking me because I say, Calvin, when I tell you to do something, you do it. Dad, when I tell you something, you do it. You I got, and you the had to was, laugh. Give I walked some out juice. of the room laughing. I walked out. I had to run out of the room because I don't want to see me laugh. I laughed so hard. I'm like, Brooke, you would not believe what he just said. And then she laughed too. So funny. And then he walks in. He's got his hands on his hips. <laughs> this is what I'm doing this weekend when I'm supposed to be in the terry cloth robe, getting that deep tish massage. You're right? not what? If, I've never believed. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. You give the kind of gifts that you want. I didn't get a night in a hotel, Kay. I want next weekend. Father's Day weekend. One day is not enough. Next year, that's what we're doing. I need one weekend out of 52. I don't think that's too much to ask. I just think you're both sleeping on the couch for a long time. As long as it's quiet. (laughs) As long as it's quiet. I'm fine with that. A little fan. (laughs) Do you Uh, remember when your kids were that young? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. like it was yesterday. Exactly I'm like looking at Nate's face, it's, and he just it's says, so uh-huh. funny. It's I laughed so my uh-huh. ass off when he said that because you you want to be serious because a party was like, hold on, wait, don't disrespect me, little guy. I run the show, but a larger party you just cracks up anytime they say anything hilarious, and they go through this phase. It's like some say terrible twos, but. There's just an age range where they are defiant and they do not want to follow directions. And you can't really get mad, but it kind of pisses you off at his dad because you have so no control funny. on this little mini version of yourself. No, they mimic you. And Brooke's trying to get me now with my profanity because Calvin's, he mimics your profanity. Oh. He says some funny ones, really funny. What uh. does he say? Well, like, okay, so the other day I'm just sit- I'm looking at my phone like a bad Kirk's dad. Kirk's like, and, here we go. And he's, swear. No, I, I'll, I'll be good, Kirk. And I see Calvin out of the corner of my eye and he's carrying like five trucks at once in his arms. And he, he drops two of them and he just goes, 
Jesus. And I looked up, and again, I laughed so hard because that's what I say when I drop something. Brooke is on me, though, about – she's like, I'm not going to tell you to stop using profanity, but maybe you might be a little more judicious in when you use it. For example – when you can't find the remote, you don't necessarily need to say in front of the kids, I can't find the effing remote. Like, save it for when you really need to use it. I use it, I like it the way liberally any time I'm not on Just the so air. Just so casual. It's right. like Brooks and Mama 3. It sometimes. is. If you stub your toe on the table, you can use the F word. You can use it. You can't. Right. Right. I, we don't have any effing blueberries left? Yeah. Like, I use it for anything. It's just like, that's not, that doesn't call for the F bomb, especially since Calvin's repeated The effing blueberries. Right. That was me yesterday. I love this conversation because there's not much to talk about from a football perspective. Sure. Right. Traeger's taking the week off, so he's not here. We miss him dearly. Uh, and we have a couple guests this week. Darius Butler was funny because he like has a little sense of humor that I think we sort of uncovered a little bit. I love when people come on our show and we get that like different side. Me too. At some point during that interview, I think it might have been the commercial break, it sort of just like flipped over, right? And it was, oh, okay, now we're going to – like we've been friends for five years. That's true. With the luxury we've had in the off season is sometimes we'll have a guest in the studio. We do two segments. Yeah. So the, they get to relax a little bit. So, you know, the, the players come in. They're like, what are they going to ask? I don't want to say anything wrong. I don't want to offend anybody. Like my interview with uh, Exactly, today. which Brandy. was awesome, too. But for Darius Butler, we did the first segment, talked Colts, talked football, whatever. And then they're like, all right, now I'm settled in. And we did a game with him about famous butlers. Right. And he was spilling was awesome. water. He did a lap. He felt like a, a real host, like who's here every day. Yeah. They absolutely crushed it. The what's, second segment yeah. calms him down. What's great is having him on the show, like via satellite or on the team cam. And then they finally come in. It's kind of like a cousin. Like, oh, you finally get to see where we live. And they get to sit at the breakfast table. But you're right, though. By the time he got to that second segment, he was relaxed. His, his body language was different. He's cracking a few jokes. Anytime a guest cracks a joke on one of us, especially an inside one uh-huh. that only we know, that's when you know they're comfortable. Brandon McGee was pretty funny, too. We ran him through the gauntlet, which we hardly had together on three and of us And that was on intense, Kay. I'm not going to lie. What? You were intense and you were not wavering from your character what are, here's the you thing. bought all the way in because for those who didn't Brandon watch McGee, the show Brandon McGee is a former NFL player yeah. he played with the Browns the Buccaneers linebacker. linebacker he was with the Cowboys for a minute and he went through the broadcast boot camp, so we brought him in and did our own. And Kay was the star of it, I thought. Well, he was really what? He was going to interview was really me, funny. but how would we make that interesting to our viewers? Right. You did a real simulation. Kay, if you sat down and just started talking about yourself, like yourself, that's It'd have been that's easy. easy. It It'd would have been easy. You put him through the ringer. It would have just been me answering questions. Like, he has the questions written in prompter, but instead, I yeah. was like, every, uh, every, I'd say 50% of athletes. You're like, sure. Not that I'm come on, not that come on our show. But when you, go, sure. when you go somewhere right. to interview an athlete or you're – yeah, Especially if they got an attitude on the field things aren't the going their way. That's, yeah. that's the worst. Yeah, they're very short. So, we, so, so he did an interview. So I just that because you have to find a way to ask them a question my, to lighten them up, and my, he did. My favorite part was when he said, so what made you want to go into this realm, into media? media? And you said, into media? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I said, damn, Kay. <laughs> Kay got her phone out and was looking at her phone in the middle of the interview. She was like, into <laughs> media? Almost like, that was a stupid-ass question. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. good. It was good. And he, was so he, kept, he kept with it. He and was, he asked you about the hat. He and did. And that's when it, I think he kind of I turned it because I was interview. like, what am I supposed to do? Just act like Marshawn Lynch this whole time? That was my, my motivation. That was fun. Yeah, he did Kay a good job. Just, I'm just trying to get better every day. It's one game at a time. The stuff that drives you crazy. Yeah. And the challenge for him was get something out of her. It was yeah. a perfect simulation. Yeah. So I feel like all the NFL athletes, current, former, that want to get into broadcasting, like, could there be a better gauntlet to go through than no, what we just did today? All. Not at all. Because what's going to happen is you'll go to different networks and they'll put you through 
the car wash, and that's just basically going on every single show that they have and answering the same routine questions, and you're on the other side. You're always on the other side. You're always getting interviewed, but they come on our show, and we give them a little bit of power, and we see and they do just their, how they do. Way. Yeah, if they, if they can read the prompt or stand up and tell a story, read some highlights. Like Those are all things that they casually enjoy as players, and they're all things that they're going to have to learn if they want to get in the media. So, you know, it, we're going to tighten it up on our end, and we're going to make this – like as clean we should as do it. It should be a thing. As clean as possible. So when players come on, this I wanted to pose this to you guys. Yeah. B- before we walked out of our production meeting, post production meeting, should we for guests that are considering going into the world of TV, should we give them an option when we're doing our, our pre interview with our producers, saying, "Hey, listen, you're gonna sit down with the group, mm-hmm. and you have an option of doing the paddle game or turnover game." Mm-hmm. Or the broadca- broadcast yeah, gauntlet. Like, pick your dealer's choice. And some people are like, yeah. I'll do the broadcast gauntlet. Oh, uh, you know what? I'll do turnover game. And yeah. you're seeing the benefit of that is that they'll buy into it more because it's like they're part of it? I, I, I just think that That's they have a choice. They have a choice in it. So if, if somebody says, I want to do the broadcast gauntlet, it's like, whoa. We can tell people at home as they're watching the show, you know what? We wanted to play a game, but he wanted to do the broadcast gauntlet. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be good moving forward. And for people the show. will pick what they'll excel in. Yeah, and listen, I Captain think Captain Munnerly never would have picked the Captain game. <laughs> no, that's why we did a sequel. The Butler game was a sequel. The Captain Munnerly game was Butler not Butler game good. was great. Yeah, but Butler, the Butler left game was the set awesome. today saying, "I'm about to call Captain." Is he? And yeah. let him know what and the real won. actual deal is. Yeah. But the like, hardest by far would be the boot camp because I mean, yeah. all those things are hard, especially yeah. if you haven't done a lot of TV. The right. highlights go very fast. Right. The highlight portion, right. you got to stand up and own the room and tell a story. It's live TV too. Reading the prompter like goes fast, even yeah, though it's going it slow. You panic yeah, like us. I tell Nate I'm gonna make him read prompter, and it's like, what yeah, is like, wrong oof. with you? Yeah. It's hard. I think the telling the story is hard because it's almost like you're doing stand-up and you have Kyle and I just sitting there no, staring right. at you. I know, you're and right. you could bomb or am you I could lose track of it. Am trying to make you laugh it? or make you cry or what right. way am I going with this on the spot like that? Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, and standing next to the guy who does it his campfire stories all day, every day to go nuts on viral. Even just standing in front of that big screen feels awkward sometimes. It was. See, it, for me, I've it was like stand up, right? He was up there like. He was like stand up. And you had to do a couple punchlines and you had he to laugh a little, little bit. He did a couple little jokes. It was interesting. Uh, anything you guys want to talk about? By the way, tweet us, guys, because we look at our phones all the time, and we love to hear Antonio Brown. We'll yeah. talk about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yesterday, I went to the NFL offices. I went to talk to Tracy Perlman. She's uh, one of the ladies who help runs the NFL Legends community. That's for former players, and they do so many good things um, really around the world. Really? And she's going to start basically handing off guys to come in, um, guys that are recently retired, OGs that have been retired. So we're talking about everything, and as we're talking, she's like, um, Roger Goodell, he has to take a flight. So uh, he wants to talk to you before you. I'm like, he wants to talk to me. She's like, yeah. Oh, so you weren't going there to meet him? No, not oh, at wow. all. So I go down the floor and I walk in this big corner office, mm-hmm. just looking out of Manhattan. He got couch and he got the big desk and chair. That's what I want to hear. And he's like, "Yo, what's up, Nate?" I'm like, "How you doing, man?" We sit back and we chill. And he sinks down into into his couch. <laughs> I sit down in a chair. And he's like, yeah, you know, you guys are doing a good job. And he kind of does one of these. And we're on TV in his office. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, we're catching our stride. Like, yeah. I don't know what to say. Nate, Roger Goodell said, what's up, Nate? Yeah, That's he's the, like, he's he like what's that? up, Nate? He's like, <laughs> and then so we started rapping about football and life. And basically he was like, you know, for what it's worth, what we do on the network, specifically on this show, we 
tell the great side of what this game is. He's like, I get it. There's going to be guys that make mistakes, but there's so many more stories that you guys do a great job of highlighting. And that's a, a, a part of the reason why you guys are so successful. We have fun. So he, Football he should enjoyed be fun. He, he, the he, volume was on the TV or no? No, it was down. I don't want to be comp- muted. Yeah, I will yeah. not be muted. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Turn it up, Roger. Com- complimented the just show kidding. heavily. It's cool. Um, and he was he, he was came excited. to our first ever show. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, he was on And the then, set. so as we're sitting guest. there... As we're sitting there, Tracy Perlman's like, okay, Nate, uh, he had to catch a fight. And somebody else walks in like, hey, uh, we got to get to the to the airstrip or whatever, yeah. the hangar. My next appointment, he's, please. He's like, because the storm's coming. So I'm like, storm's coming. I'm like, he's, And then somebody's like, oh, yeah, he flies private. I'm like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. So then. Nate's children, no joke, children with, with Goodell, it is pouring rain. I cannot get a yeah. cab for the life of me. I'm getting like, <laughs> I am like the other side of the world being stomped on by people it's in the pouring rain. Brutal. And you're, you're on leather chair. And leather then Tracy's sofa. like, um, Antonio's 10 minutes away. And Antonio just floats in like Prince just floating through the air. You saw his aura. Yeah, he's so cool. And he's just like, he's like, what's up? Either. Why is he so cool? It's amazing. He's so cool. Something Goodell's about like, his vibe is very yeah. unusual. I've met him too. How you doing, Nate? Antonio? He's like, oh, I'm chilling, man. Just out there doing some things, you know, working out. You know, everything's cool, man. You Does he ever saying? not smile? He got the big cheesy grin, and he's like, "You working out?" And Antonio's like, "Yeah, you're working out. Got to stay in shape. This is time where you ramp it up. You know what I'm saying? This is time before the season. You really got to kick it in the high gear." He's just talking. I'm just listening. Is that Goodell or Brown? It's crazy. Like okay. as. Uh, Antonio Brown okay. was walking in. I was about to walk out, and I was like, uh, "You know what? I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna chill and sit back." And then he starts talking. He's like, "So what do you got to do? You got any more obligations? You know, coming up?" And Antonio's like, just casually, like, "Yeah, um, I gotta do uh, Visa, Pepsi, oh, man, the Campbell's big dog. soup." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's some big money right yeah. there. Business is booming. Business <laughs> is booming." So then he gets Goodell on the Snapchat. He tries to get Goodell to dance, and Goodell's like, "Nah, bro, I'm good." And then we started talking about celebrations, and then I got him on video asking for people to give him ideas for celebrations. It was it was a fun, like, really organic moment that happened out of nowhere. And Antonio Brown is – he's like the little big brother because he has such an amazing career, and he still has a lot more to do. So, you know, I always give these guys the respect they deserve, even if they're younger than me. And what I love about Antonio is he's always given me respect and probably has complimented me – Mm-hmm. More than I needed to be. Like he would say stuff like, "Man, you're one of the guys that paved the way for us." Man, I used to watch your highlights before I got in. He so, walks the line like, of being superstar like, and and humble very well. Yeah, yeah. when it's probably because yeah. of the way his life has gone. Right. It is. I mean, he he, yeah. he nails it. Every every interview I see, he gets it. And the so meeting cool. that one time was incredible. I, Nate. I, I got to ask some questions about Goodell's office. Yeah, what's he, up? He, any food or anything? Any wasabi peas? Any, anything yes, out there? Yes, he has some little snackies uh, on the desk. Okay. I, I, what, I did, what kind of snackies? I, I didn't get close to them, though. I just saw them from a distance. They weren't for you? Yeah, about seven or eight windows. We were in a different section. This is like a suite. So the Ooh. desk was right by the wasabi window. Wasabi peas was a really good call. The oh, middle so of the room Terrence, is next week. a couch with two chairs. Okay. And then, you know... On the back right. side. You got sna- any- what snack would he have? I, I also saw all the rings. Um, this is separate, but I also saw all the rings ever made, all the Super Bowl winning rings. And I will say this. The Patriots, they Crush crap it. on the yeah. competition. It's, like, it's not even a question. Like, Robert Kraft they is like, you know they what? Did not want we just won the Super Bowl, but we're going to win the ring game. Yeah, we won an overtime down 28-3. to Their three. rings are gaudy. Yeah. So ridiculous. Like now, crown. if I was a player, of course, I love it. 
Exactly. It is the size of Brian Cohen's watch. Three of my fingers. <laughs> Nothing to, is that big. Three to of my Brian fingers Cohen. put together so is the God. first ring. It's crazy. Cra- okay, is it three, crazy? It's this size. Wow. In this last one? It's like a shield. It'll cover three. The, my three middle fingers. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. Nate, any, any like um, uh, like a little putter thing or a basketball hoop over the wastebasket, any sort of novelties I, I like that? I want to say like in my perennial, yeah, the hole in one thing. I saw a little putter situation behind me. Beanbag, um, chair. Definitely have memorabilia up. You know, some really cool pictures and signatures. But uh, I feel like he also has some art. I'm talking about, like, some Ocean's Eleven art. Uh, up in, uh, okay. Like you Jackson Pollock. Like the real deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not dogs like playing poker. In, in, in the case where the TV was, there was, like, a, a Ron Burgundy rich mahogany shelf <laughs> that probably had, uh, like, some... A bar? Yeah, a bar. That was my mean? last question. Any Is books? there, like, a... I think so. I mean, there was no liquor that was visible, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, some, like a... a a scotch in one of those. We need like a Draper. Can you just drop a GoPro to Nate because he I never know. knows where he's going to end up. I know. That's Nate, let, us, let us in. It's it like Wonka's so office funny. in the factory. I, I want to see what that room is like. <laughs> you know what's crazy? is like Goodell's just asking questions <laughs> casually. He's like, yeah, you know, so what do you do? You know, and we're asking Goodell, what do you do? You work out? And Goodell's like, yeah, you know, I'll do a little something, you know, because he's, he's just he's a stout guy. He still works out. I'm like, weight room? He's like, a little bit of weight room but mostly Pilates. You know, you should go to Pilates, Nate. I'm like, I'll go to Pilates with you. He's like, yeah, I'll do it at 7 in the morning right in Manhattan. I'm like, okay. He's like, what are you doing? Antonio Antonio's like, I do a little Pilates. Uh, chiropractor twice a week. So you're saying Massage is- three times a week. And also work with a gymnast. I'm like, damn, every week. No wonder this dude is dominating. And then he gets down. A then gymnast? Antonio gets down and shows us what he does with his ankles. Like, he just did it impromptu. We didn't ask him. He's like, yeah, so, you know, you got to keep your ankles because – He's like, Calvin Johnson had a lot of ankle problems. I was like, yeah, he had a ton of them. He's like, yeah, so this is what I do. He got down ah. like he's doing a push-up, and he started twirling his ankles in and out. He's like, this is the type of stuff to keep your ankles from getting tight. And they, you know what I'm talking about? I was like, I know exactly huh. what you're talking so about. Who does he the remind, whole conversation was just crazy. demeanor does he remind you of in the NFL? Uh, Goodell? No. Oh, Antonio? Antonio, because he's not like a Calvin. He's not that quiet. Mm-hmm. No, not no. at all. But he's not, but he's not But he's not. Odell. Julian Edelman-esque either, like, or, right. or like really out there like Odell. And he's not loud not off Odell's, the field. Not that Odell's out there. Like, right. it's, he's not like any of them. Are you, if you saw Antonio Brown play, you would think he had a personality like Rod Tidwell. Like, comes in the room, the champ is here, that type right. of, He's not. not. Antonio? He's no, su- I feel like he's subdued. quite subdued. Yeah, he is, yeah. he is, which is interesting because on the field. Is he so, like anybody? I I don't know. Maybe it's because I saw him in that fur jacket once. I kind of like liken him to Broadway Joe. Like Broadway Joe, mm. he he would occasionally talk, but Broadway Joe was cocky. And if you meet Antonio, he's cocky, but he won't tell he's you. He's confident, right? Yeah, super confident. And like, but Broadway Joe though, when he played, he dominated off the field. I'm talking about endorsements, commercials. Yeah. Like Antonio's cleaning up. Like business is booming. So. Um, he's a brand within itself. So for, to make a comparison, I think it's so uh, I think it's unfair to the brand he built. I think Antonio is just Antonio. Like he's created his own niche. Like he celebrates in a way where you think, is this guy showing his? Like is he overconfident? But he's not though. He's not. I feel like meeting one of the him, most humble guys I know. Meeting him in person and then seeing what he does on the field. There's two so such so different things that every time I'm, I'm in the same vicinity as him, I'm like shocked by how calm he is. It's think, pretty cool. Okay, okay. Would out. you rather? Would you rather? Impromptu, would you rather? Oh, Jesus. Rather have. <laughs> Relax. That sounds like my son. Calvin. Uh, right. <clears throat> Antonio Brown's teeth or Cam Newton's teeth? Oh, man. Sophie's choice. Those are Bicuspid two, two Sophie's beautiful, choice. beautiful smiles. Oh, my goodness. Antonio Brown. Although, oh, man. Oh, man. Really that's hard. like choosing him over LeBron. Cam's got great. <laughs> He's got a great smile. Antonio's are just like sparkly. They are. 
They're so, so white and Cam's hurt. are great. And Antonio, Antonio has that like Antonio's dark chocolate always, skin. So, they so they're pop. whiter. That's they exactly pop. right. Oh, the contrast. I, I couldn't contrast. say it. You could. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's I don't okay. Like talking Every about, woman loves dark chocolate. I, no, it's not about I don't like talking about guys' <laughs> looks like that is what I'm saying. 100%. No, that's a good point. So the answer is The answer is Antonio, Antonio Brown because he's always smiling. Like Cam's. Cam pouts sometimes. He pouts. Yeah, he does. I can say that. I've never seen Antonio pout. So maybe yeah. if I had Antonio Brown's shout out to teeth, Antonio. I'd always be smiling I, and ding. I think Antonio figured it out. I'd be a walking think, orbit commercial. <laughs> right. I think he, he figured it out. To bring it all together, he knows how to show out on the field in a way where you might think he's all about himself, but he's so humble off it that it's the perfect blend of a professional. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to do it. And that's our podcast, guys. Welcome to the offseason. <laughs> we'll see you guys later this week. We've got Mike Mitchell on the show, Mike Garofolo on the show. Schrager is back Monday. Uh, there's going to be a lot of – there's an interesting things happening A lot of moving parts week. Yeah, next week. there are. We have a special guest joining us for the, the entire week yeah. on the show. Kay's yeah. coming live from Iceland next week, Yeah, right? I'll see you guys from the – I'll send you guys photos. Bye. We'll see you. Download us where? At NFL.com backslash podcast. Also go to Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. I'll see you. Deuces. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.